our business isn't just a business. This is an extension of our soul's purpose. This is a way for us to create freedom and fulfillment and financial expansion for ourselves and for others. Our business isn't just a business. Today, I am joined by personal growth and business coach, Kaylin Asher, to talk about finding freedom and fulfillment in our lives through simple mindset shifts. Kaylin helps people lift limiting thoughts, habits, and patterns that are keeping them from fully recognizing and living the life they want. In this episode, we're looking at business goals and life goals as one in the same, because really, it is all your life. I am very excited to welcome Kaylin Asher to the show. Hi, Kaylin. Thank you so much for coming on Mindset Mastery today. How are you going? I'm doing really well, Rachel. Thanks for having me. It is so good to have you here. And I just want to start by talking about your three-day work week. That sounds like a pretty good work structure to me. So tell me about what that looks like for you. Yeah, that's the three-day work week is always such an attractive, you know, kind of ideal. I know a lot of women that I work with reach for that, but to give a little backstory, it started after my first daughter was born. She is six and a half now. And it really just came from the fact that I didn't want to go back to working the way I was. I was working long hours. I was pushing myself really hard, trying to get my business going. It was still kind of new when I was figuring it out. And I took a few months off after she was born and really questioned, like, do I want to go back and try to figure out like, what I'm supposed to be doing on, in this, on this planet and do work around it? And, and I realized, you know, if I was able to work just three days a week on this business and make money to contribute to the family finances and hopefully grow it from there, that that would feel amazing. And so I stepped into it. And gave myself, it, it was the first time I really didn't put a ton of pressure on myself to like be successful and make money right away. But within the first couple of months, I started getting some clients who were interested in working with me and attracted to the fact that I had a three-day work week and these family first values. And it really just expanded from there. That was back in 2015 and 2016 was my first six-figure year and the business has grown since then. So it was this really it's such, it feels like when you hear three-day work week, we're going to talk all about like, oh, let's talk about your schedule and productivity and, you know, hacks to get the most out of your time. But it, it really was a mindset shift for me that I went from, you know, feeling like I had to put in all this time and energy in order to make my business successful. And then it was really about claiming what I wanted for myself and my family and owning that fully and believing it was possible to create a successful business within that construct and, and then going for it. And it's proven to me multi times over that it definitely was the right choice for me, my business and my family all around. Yeah, that is awesome. Do you think that just the fact that you did take the pressure off yourself, that kind of helped you with, you know, where you focused your, your energy and your tasks and things like that? Definitely. I think that always helps when, you know, you can find a way to bring more ease and enjoyment and flow into whatever you're doing and not have it be so hard and rigid and needing to be anything. You know, our expectations are wonderful things, and then they can also set us up for disappointment at other times. And so 
I tend to be someone who sets the goals and wants to achieve. And that's just how I'm wired. And I don't know if it was just becoming a mom for the first time and things were shifting in my life, but it really felt okay and spacious to give myself that time to figure it out. And, you know, it honestly worked itself out rather quickly. It was in a matter of maybe six months or so. And I was, you know, making a couple thousand dollars a month and then it grew quickly from there. And, but had I not given myself sort of that permission and if I thought, oh, I'll give myself a month or two months to like make this work. I mean, that's a ton of pressure to put on put on yourself as you're shifting things in your business and becoming, you know, a parent for the first time or whatever you're shifting in your life. It's a lot of pressure to try to make it work in like 30 days or something like that. (laughs) Absolutely. So take me back to where your business first started. Oh, it's been a long and winding road ever since I graduated from um, college or university. I, I never had a traditional job. I always was kind of on this self-discovery path of figuring out what I wanted to do. And it led me down a number of different roads to, I did interior design for a while. I did, I had a blog that I was writing and like doing like recipes and cooking. I was, you know, got some like odd jobs and side gigs. I never had like a traditional full-time job, but definitely like needed some things to pay the bills. And when I really started to find something that spoke to me was when I stepped on the yoga mat. And that was when I was like, ah, oh, there's something here there. I felt like a, a homecoming almost. And after, you know, practicing for a while, I decided to get trained as a yoga teacher and then started teaching yoga. And, and that's when I started seeing, you know, how I could really begin to craft my own business, my own life. I didn't have to try to find something that I could step into. I could build something myself. And Initially, when I was coaching, I was working exclusively with yoga teachers and yoga businesses to help them build a social media presence, because that's what I had sort of been doing. I I didn't have like a linear path, but I always had like a website and a blog and things that were going on. And the other teachers recognized that. They're like, you're brand new, but you've got like stuff going on. What's that about? And that's sort of how I got got started in, in the coaching space. But after my daughter arrived and I started really looking at this three-day work week and how to make it work, it that's when it really clicked that, oh, focusing on the one-on-one high-touch, high-ticket offers right now is what makes the most sense. I can work a handful of hours a week, make a nice amount of money per month, really serve these clients in a deep way. And it just felt like, like the answer I had been looking for. And so that's that's how I really entered the coaching world in a, like an, I own, owned it kind of way was in, was about six years ago. Yeah, that's awesome. So what was your first coaching client that you had? Was it something that you worked towards or did it kind of just happen? And then you started to move more into that from there. I think now in hindsight, I realized that throughout my businesses, you know, I had multiple businesses and different incarnations of what I was doing, there was this theme of people saying like, Hey, it seems like this thing that seems overwhelming, you know, building a website or creating an online brand or blogging every couple of days or whatever it was I was doing, they would come and say like, Hey, like, how'd you figure that out? How did you do that? And so I recognized a pattern that when I, I'm definitely like, 
I love to learn something and then teach it. And so I recognized that that was sort of what was happening in a lot of capacities and, and coaching really began to land for me when I realized how much I benefited from giving myself permission to take the time to figure out where I wanted to land with my work. You know, it was, was like a seven year journey to figure out, okay, I want to be in this space doing these things. And it's still evolving. I mean, it's, I, I think that's just the part of being human, but what I first began with when I really stepped into coaching and owned it for myself was clarity coaching. And so essentially I was, I was holding space and providing feedback and just an opportunity for women to be in that place of self-discovery and figure out what they needed to figure out. And, you know, I was only a half a step or one step ahead of them, but I had been on that path and I had navigated it for a long time. And so it felt like the perfect place to, to start. And since then it's, it's grown and developed and gone in some different directions, but that was, that was the first thing I was called to really share and support my clients with. Yeah, that's awesome. So bringing it back to the present, what is the main thing that you love to help your clients with in your business now? Mm, Yeah, well, we have two, two main programs that we focus on and designed to meet women where they're at. So our first program, which is our Success Made Simple Accelerator, is for our new and aspiring entrepreneurs. This is really a place to explore your purpose, get clarity about it, identify who that ideal client is for you, build that first offer, that first signature one-on-one offer, and get your first client. So it's really this incubator that gives you the the simple lessons and the tools and the step-by-step that you need in, within that community support with a lot of live, live support as well. We have live coaching calls for our clients on, in that one. And that's really a great place to, to get started and get that momentum and, and clear out that initial resistance. Once you get rolling, I find that, you know, and they, women get their first clients, there's this momentum that's generated and that can carry them for a while, which is amazing. And then the next place they land is really like, okay, I've been doing things for a, a while the same way. And I, I'm getting the clients and I'm making the money, but I don't see how, how do I leverage my time better? How do I get scale beyond just, you know, this client pays me for my time and I give them my time and without raising my prices again and again, again, how do I scale this business? And so the mastermind is really for women who are looking to scale the six figures, multiple six figures, and want support in, in really creating a a customer journey that moves clients through, you know, maybe a few signature offers. And so all of the, the through line and all of this is that we really love um, my team and I really love working with women who are heart-centered and service-based and feel like they are doing their life's work when they show up for their business. That's what really gets me excited. That's the place that I strive to be in each and every day when I show up for my work. And so it's just really, it's it's so fulfilling to to be there with them and witness their journey and their successes and and be there for them when they're having a hard day or a hard week as well because i know how valuable that's been for me on my own journey and and i still need that support you know i i have my own coaches and masterminds and everything that i lean on as well yeah that is awesome so i think 
The first step and the big question for a lot of people is how do we start to find that clarity in what we want to do and the direction that we want to take our life? Yeah, that is a big question. And I think the way I sort of view it and, you know, in a spiritual context is I feel like we all arrive with this spark within us, like this little pilot light that doesn't go out, but it's really easy to ignore because sometimes it can be so, so dim and we're so inundated by what society and culture and parents and family and whoever has told you the way you're supposed to do things and how, how life works and you need to get the steady job and the paycheck and all that stuff. But I think in those moments, and we have that phrase, you know, oh, that lights me up, or I was lit up by that that it's like that spark expands. And so I think if we move through our lives and are curious about and acknowledge and witness the moments when we feel lit up, when we feel that little soul spark within us light up and expand, that's what we need to pay attention to because there's something there that has truth for us and meaning for us. And that's, I mean, I have better language and ways to describe it now, but that's honestly what I was doing throughout, you know, much of my adult life was like, oh, like that, that's interesting to me. And that lights me up and just going with my curiosities and in under the umbrella of believing that there was a purpose to my life, that there was something that I arrived here that I was meant to explore and offer and serve with. And, and that's kept me going through times when I was questioning a lot of things like having one baby and then another baby. And it just, you know, thinking like, oh, is it really, is it really worth it to try to be building this business in conjunction with raising two small children? Like, does that make sense? And can I do it all? But that, that spark, I think, would have dwindled had I not given myself permission to continue to pursue the things that felt rich and fulfilling outside of, outside of, you know, being a parent, which is also amazing and meaningful. But I think I'm a better mom for having that, those other aspects to me. So to get back to your question about how we navigate it, I think we have to do it with a lot of grace and patience and self-compassion and not, and not think that it's outside of us, you know, that our purpose is going to, you know, it's like lurking somewhere and we have to find it. It's within us. And it's, it's honestly, whatever we decide that it is, but without giving ourselves the, the time and the space and sometimes the quiet and the stillness to hear that, to hear the inner guidance, to listen to whatever our soul is kind of wanting to speak to us. It can be it can feel really mysterious and really challenging to get to that place of, of having some, some knowing around it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So a podcast topic of yours that caught my eye earlier was the idea that your business is more than just a business. Can you talk me through what you mean by that? Yeah, this is something that, you know, I, I say to the women of my community, the women in my programs to remind them to get out of their own way because their business isn't just a business. They're not just in business. I, all of them. It's, they're not just selling a thingamajig to make money. They believe in what they're doing. They would do it for free if they could, but we live in a, a world where it requires us to make money in order to like function in, in the, the world. So 
for all of them and for myself included, our business isn't just a business. This is an extension of our soul's purpose. This is a way for us to create freedom and fulfillment and financial expansion for ourselves and for others. And the women that I work with, you know, whether they are a true healer where they're, you know, helping people through their energy or words or actions, or if they're just create, or not, I shouldn't say just, but, or if they're creating beauty, they're an artist or a designer or something like that, their work is meaningful and valuable and it, it really helps and it, it transforms lives even. And so when we remember that our business is more than just a business, it's, it's something that the world needs and that we have a unique gift that's meant to be shared it can help us in those moments where we're feeling like, oh, well, I don't want to bother them by sending another email, or I don't want to, you know, be too salesy and pitch this thing again, or I don't want to push too hard during this launch. And when we remember that our work is of such high service and worthy of, of beautiful compensation, then it can, it can help us from stopping ourselves in the process of just inviting people to experience our work more deeply. Yeah, absolutely. I think as well, you can never really know the reach or the impact that you might have on someone else's life. And, you know, by sending that email, by making that blog, you know, you may not know the actual reach of it, but there are people out there that you are helping and are reaching just by doing the thing that you do feel called to do. Yeah, that is so true. And, and I think it's challenging, right? We don't always know that who we're reaching or how we're reaching them. And, and often it takes some time and energy and dedication before you start seeing those responses come back via email or comments or, you know, reviews on your podcast or whatever. But when you do get them, like knowing that one person emailed you, there's probably another 10, 20, 100 that are thinking that, feeling that it's just, it takes, takes a lot. Like think about all the things that you consume and enjoy and don't necessarily email or leave a comment. And so it's, it's reaching a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Can you talk me through some of your daily practices that help you either when you're having one of your, your three work days or just Mm -hmm. practices on your days off that just help keep you in the zone and in the flow that you want to be in? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the things that's really helpful is self-knowledge and, you know, it's easy to prescribe things for everyone, (laughs) but it's, it's really a matter of finding what works for you. And so these are the things that work for me. Um, And one of those things is meditation each morning. That's the first thing I do. I sit on my meditation cushion, not a, it's not a super long meditation. It's normally like 10 to 20 minutes. And in those early morning hours, it's, it's really nice to, I think, sit in silence. And so that's a, that's a silent meditation for me and just an opportunity to tap into my inner guidance, to sit with whatever emotions might be stirring within me already to ground my energy or lift my energy, just get myself in the place, a more centered aligned place if I can. And then after that, normally a little bit of yoga, again, like we're talking like 10 minutes or something like that. You know, I do have two young kids, so I don't always have like this spacious morning time, but my husband's really good. We trade off mornings so we can like get some solid, solid time in there. 
And then I try to, if the weather's, you know, cooperating enough to get outside, I think it's really important to, for my energy at least, to be outside and go for a walk or a run or a jog, depending on where my energy's at on any given day and just be in the fresh air. And sometimes I'll listen to a podcast, other times I won't, and I'll just, you know, try to be device free for that 20 minutes or whatever it is. But that's, those are my morning, that's what makes up my, my morning practice. And so in all, you know, it's about 45 minutes or so. And then middle of the day, if I'm needing a pick me up, I'll do like maybe a little 10 minute guided meditation. I'll literally like lay down on my office floor if it's a work day and just, I have like a blanket and a pillow in there. I'll lay down on the floor and listen. And that's like just what I need. If I've got like an afternoon with a few calls or something and my energy is having that midday lull, that always feels really good. And then in the evening, don't do it every night, but usually I, I do some reading in bed, do some journaling, try not to be on my phone or watching TV, like right up to bedtime. And I go to bed fairly early, usually by like 9.30 or 10 o'clock. So it's, it's helpful to wind down, I think, to bedtime. And I know a lot of my clients who say they struggle with sleep, I recommend having a little bit of like a device-free bedtime routine, even for just like 15, 20 minutes. And it can really, really help. Yeah, definitely. I love that. And I think it's really common, especially when people are just starting their business, that it's really push, push, hustle, like nonstop, checking emails in bed at 10 o'clock, things like that. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the importance of having those device-free times, like you said, if you were jogging or meditating to help just switch off for a bit and have more balance in your day? I think it's so important and it's so easy not to do that, right? It's so easy. Our phones are constantly pinging and buzzing and doing things that catch our attention. But I know for me, when I really, really think about what I want out of life, I want to be happy right now. (laughs) And the thing that makes me happiest right now is usually not like checking my emails or even scrolling on Instagram, even though there's lots of cool stuff on there. It's usually putting my phone down and like watching my daughters play with one another or, you know, seeing their smiling faces or giving them a hug or, you know, if I'm going to walk, like looking at the flowers and hearing the birds and, you know, it's like, that's actually what makes me happy right now. Like this concept of where I want to be in the future that feels like that's, what's going to bring the happiness of like, oh, when, when we're, when we've created this thing or hit this milestone or whatever in the future, but really when I can come back to the present moment and anchor into right here and right now and see all the beauty that is in my life at this very moment, that's when I'm happiest. And so absolutely like getting off the screen intentionally for like a little bit of time, leaving it charging in a different room and walking away from it, I think is so essential. And, and also really, if, you know, anyone who's listening as a parent, also really good behavior modeling for our children, because they're going to have even more access to devices and screen time and technology and social media than, than we ever had growing up. Yeah, that's that's a big one too. Screen time. Well, if you have it turned on like I do and tells you your screen time average every week, I think that oh, can goodness. be a scary number. But yeah. <laughs> like to just 
have that there to remind myself sometimes that maybe I'm spending a bit too much time mindlessly scrolling as well because it can get lost when you go on maybe to do something related to your business and then you've just spent another 15 minutes or so on there so we've we've all been there it's easy it's designed to do that so yes that's that's a great idea that I that would be I I'd be a little nervous to say I think my husband would be even worse though yeah. <laughs> we, we could have a competition to see who does less yes <laughs> so we've talked about finding clarity and moving into the things that you really love doing so tell me what is the core purpose of your business mm. I think really what the core underlying purpose of everything that I've been creating is really creating spaces and experiences and opportunities for women to give themselves permission to show up for their life's work, to go after that calling and and create a meaningful, fulfilling business out of it. Because in this world, that is one way that I think is really, really helpful and impactful to get your work out into the world. There's lots of other ways to do it, but in a world that does function on money as currency, I think being able to tap into your purpose, figure out who can benefit from your services, and then craft a business that serves them and supports you is one of the most amazing, meaningful and fulfilling things you could possibly do on the planet. So that is, that's what I am striving to do in my own life. And that's what in turn, I love helping women with. Yeah, that is fantastic. So if someone is working with you one-on-one, tell me a bit about what that looks like. Yeah. So I don't do a ton of one-on-one work anymore, but the closest thing we have to that is my mastermind. And so the mastermind really looks like being called to align with your highest self and also getting the clear strategies you need to do that in a practical real life way. Because I love having the high and lofty conversations about, you know, how to pursue your life purpose or step into your Dharma. Or, I mean, that's really exciting to me, but I also know that we've got like real, real work and real life to deal with. And so Whenever I work with my clients or create a program, it's always about, okay, let's support your mindset. Let's make sure you feel that you're connected and aligned with your truth and the the calling within you while also figuring out how to package that as an offer and speak to the right people and get the word out and be visible and have successful and meaningful sales conversations with individuals who need that work so that there's this real blend and balance of the of the spiritual of the energetic and the pa- practical and strategic because we need we need both because that's what that's what this this life is all about right like having that like human experience and that more you know that bigger experience as well that spiritual experience yeah yeah absolutely so Obviously, here at the Mindset Mastery podcast, we believe that mindset is everything and it is at the core of anything that we do. So what would you say is your biggest belief, I suppose, around creating the right mindset to get to the things that we want? Mm. 
I feel like I could go on a long rambling thing about this. I'm trying to figure out like a nice, concise way to put this. I think what we need to hear more often and what I need to hear is that essentially nothing means anything. We assign the meaning, we create the stories, we go down the rabbit hole of, of worry. Nothing is written in stone. Nothing says you, you will be successful or you won't be successful or this is the right way and that's the wrong way. And if you don't find the right way, it's not gonna work for you. We, we craft these stories in our mind and we believe them and they feel really real. And we see them echoed in, in the media and in other people and, and in, you know, people who probably aren't totally aligned with the way we would want to show up in our businesses. But, you know, there's a lot of propaganda out there about what's the right and the wrong thing to do. But I think ultimately, as we have full permission here to create the life we want, we're here, I think, to create the life we want. And so we also can create that life in the manner that feels the best for us. And we can do that through stress and struggle and hustle and pushing ourselves to the brink and achieving and not feeling like we're ever enough. Or we can make a choice to choose differently and go after a life that feels in alignment with whatever our values are, with beauty and abundance or peace and fulfillment or freedom or whatever. And, and choose the thoughts and the feelings that are in alignment with that. And it's not to say that you're never going to encounter a struggle or an obstacle or have a tough time or, or sadness or, you know, trauma, but that we can, we can choose the context in which we view our lives. And, and if we decide to say like, I get to do it my way and it gets to be more fun <laughs> and more whatever, that we'll start seeing more synchronicities and opportunities that lead us down that path. Mm, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. I think there's often a disconnect between, you know, your work and your business and your life. But I think one of the keys is that it's all your life. And if you're spending, you know, we spend so many hours a week mm -hmm. working or um, working in our business. So just bringing it together and looking at it as more of a holistic thing rather than two separates is really going to help with that fulfillment and that ease and less stress in the long run. Yes, I completely agree. I was actually just having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier today for her podcast. And we were saying how if, if we're ever questioning, you know, oh, can I be, let's say successful in business, look for other areas of your life because it's all you where you do feel you have success or mastery or things are flowing or feeling good. Maybe you feel like you're a phenomenal partner. Maybe you feel like you're an amazing mom. Maybe you feel like, you know, you really take such good care of your health and your body. So how can we bring that energy through and over to the area where you're struggling and, and recognizing, like you said, that it's all connected and that if we can, if we can do it in one area that we can do it in another area too. Yeah, no, that's a really good takeaway. So tell me a little bit about your own podcast. Yeah, so my podcast is called the Three Day Work Week Podcast. I have had it for a number of years now. I think it's since, since 2017. We've got almost 200 episodes and we on there, I do solo episodes, I do interviews, and it's really about this, this whole conversation of creating the life that you want. And so 
I, I do a lot of, in, you know, inspirational content. I do some strategic tips and I basically, it's just an outlet for me to get more of my words and message out there into the world. Cause I mean, any of you who have businesses, you definitely, you know, probably have a lot of creative ideas flowing through you and it's a wonderful place to connect with awesome women like yourself. Yep. Fantastic. And we will put a link in the show notes if you'd like to check out Kaylin's podcast. And I guess final question, what would you say is your biggest message that you'd like to get out into the world? You can have the life you want. You really, you really can. And it might not, right? Like sometimes we on paper, we're like, it has to look like this. That's when I'll be happy. And that's when I'll feel good. But as we were talking earlier about being present and being in this moment, you can absolutely, whatever you think those things, that successful business, that relationship, that house, that whatever, whatever you think that's going to deliver you, you absolutely can find little tastes and feelings of that right here and right now and start creating that life that you want in the present moment, in this immediate now moment. And so I say that, that you can have the life you want because I love hearing that. I love reminding myself of that in those moments when I am, you know, spiraling away from this present moment down like a worry, a, a worry chain or something like that. And it's something that we, we say constantly to the women in our programs and our communities, because it's, it's not something that we hear enough. I don't think that we, we can have the life we want. We're here to have that. We can create it our way and that, and that it's important to do so. I think it's so important to set that example for, for other, other women, other, other people on the planet. Yeah, no, that is so true. I love that. So Kaylin, how can people connect with you? Yes, you can find me over at my website. We've got lots of free resources there, kaylinasher.com. There is a download of my three-day work week schedule. We are also working on a really fun quiz called the Soul Business Archetypes, and you'll figure out what archetype you are and what, you know, it's kind of like that, that inner spark of your soul. It's in the works, but depending on when this podcast lands and when people are listening to it, it might be available on the website as well. I've got a free Facebook group called the three-day work week group. We've got tons of amazing women in there who are all committed to creating their lives and businesses their way. And I'm playing a lot on Instagram, kaylin.asher on Instagram and doing a lot of reels and just hanging out and having fun. <laughs> that is awesome. Kaylin, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been awesome to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rachel. This was such a pleasure. You can check out Kaylin's podcast, the three day Workweek podcast, and find links to her website and socials in the show notes below. Thank you for joining me on Mindset Mastery. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast app. I can't wait to have your company again next time. Until then, remember, we are only limited by what we believe we are limited.